Hello, you are listening to Or So They Say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. And why? I feel like we've been sitting here a while and now suddenly someone tried to get in the door. The cats. They know. They can sense it. They're like, are you trying to do something important? I also realize, at at this moment, I've realized my eye has been twitching the last couple of days. Mm -hmm. It finally stopped. I don't think it's twitched at all today. It just twitched. (laughs) (laughs) When they did that? Yes. Or because you were looking up what we were going to talk about. Oh, that could be why That's probably why. (laughs) That's probably it. Because it's, apparently this twitch is stress-induced. Oh, I had a really bad headache the other day that I'm pretty sure was stress-induced. I don't know. This is going to be a fun one, though, because you can't stop coughing, and I just had Pringles and Sunny D before this, so <laughs> the recording quality is going to be it's really good. better than better. coffee and cottage it's cheese. better than sex. What? <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> Gosh. That's uh, Jack's Films. Jack's is that films? what it's called? Yeah. I forgot. What is it? Uh, bingo. Jack's Films Bingo. <sighs> That's an old one. That is an old, old YouTube Speaking video. Speaking of old, we, I'm going to adjust in my seat. There's going to be some crinkling. Ugh. I also burped a little. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> we're just really dysfunctional. At work, we were talking about, we were talking about shoes or something, like the shoes video. Oh. oh. Someone at work, because I work with babies, was like, what's that? And we both were like, oh my God. <laughs> These shoes are $300. <laughs> we just started quoting it. Uh-huh. And we have we have an iPad there. If my boss is listening, we didn't do this, but we looked up that video and played it. Hypothetically. (laughs) Hypothetically. We looked up the video and showed her, and it's so, it is so old, and we had the volume up, and there's customers in the lobby, and it's like, oh, and by the way, do you remember that part? Kind of, yeah. She starts yelling, F you, like really loud over and over. Uh, We forgot about that until it started happening. We're like, where's the volume? Um, uh, is it Kelly? Is that their name? Uh, yeah, their persona is Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> is that the person who also does the muffins? Yeah, the Cunningham muffins. Yeah. <laughs> there was also another one. Um, well, because I was like, what about the birthday party where she's like, I'm going to get what I want? Like, do you remember that? I thought that was the shoes. But what are you going to do with your life? I no, thought that was shoes. My coworker said that was a different one. That's why I was oh. like, I thought it was shoes. She's like, no, that's another one. Well, I know what it is. I mean, I know what you're talking about, but apparently I don't remember the exact video. I don't either. But if you couldn't tell this episode, it's a fifth Thursday. I feel like we haven't had one like in a long time. We only get a couple, a handful a year. Yeah, because this is actually just our sixth one. Yeah. This is it's a lot of pent up uh, you know, tangents. Mm-hmm. We we put off a lot for these episodes, so <laughs> yeah. But we did try to keep the theme of this tangent in season. Yeah. So since we don't get one in October, we wanted to keep it semi spooky fall ish yeah. related. Like, do, have you seen has everybody I, I don't know if everybody has seen the meme or whatever that's going around that was like summer really clocked out right at it's right at five o'clock or something like that yeah heck yeah here in the midwest the first day of fall Mm -hmm. it dropped like 20 degrees i mean from the highest high the day before to the lowest low it was more like 40 to 50 yeah it's like 
when I was at work this morning, uh, and it was I wasn't even at work that early, the sign out front said 39 degrees. <laughs> so, and I, of course, I usually work in the building, and they had me work outside the building, and I was like, great, that's cool. Wonderful. <laughs> anyway, this episode, yeah. we've decided to cover... Um, I, I realized we, we haven't come up with no. I <laughs> dang, we really didn't decide the name of this before we started recording. How about like living nightmares? I know we were like going on the the theme of mm-hmm. nightmares, but not quite nightmares. Yeah, that, I don't know what I call it. The other is something nightmares, but yeah. I think living nightmares is a good one. I meant to run that by you. Well, it's okay now. Let's see if we how we feel about let's it. Let's see as if a, it sticks. <laughs> yeah. Basically, we're going to be talking about. Things that scare us, which sounds really silly, but like things that scare the masses as a whole, things that scare us personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, ha- we have a, a brief, like weird outline for this, but the point of the tangent episodes is we tangent. So like we just gave a brief rundown of like, I'm going to kind of cover this and I'm going to cover this and uh-huh. we're just going to let it go. We are. Yeah, this is... Not there's no like research history, <laughs> not really. Um, I like the tangents, but I also get almost more nervous for these episodes because there isn't the same structure no. to our usual episode. This is literally just all the stuff that we managed to throw into normal episodes. We can do that. We finally have the freedom, and I'm like, well, I don't know what to do. Right? <laughs> it's a free for all, and it's terrifying. I know. I don't know what to do with this. All this room for activities. So. Well, what a good way to start it. Something we're afraid of is change. <laughs> yeah, I don't like change. Um, oh, yeah, I was running by Megan some ideas for this episode. Like, we were talking about scary things, and I thought mm-hmm. maybe, like, socioeconomic, like, effects of capitalism and stuff like that was pretty scary. The patriarchy, don't get me started. Uh, oh, I've, I'm actually going to touch on that, you better believe. Oh, I mean, that's actually, that makes sense. That makes sense. Not the socioeconomic stuff, the the patriarchy stuff, I'm sure. Yes. And capitalism. I don't know. Stuff that freaks me out. Like real life things, not like I'm afraid of. I mean, yeah, I guess I am afraid of spiders. Right. (laughs) Right. More real than that. More real scary stuff. Yeah. So I think let's let's just like dip our toes in by uh, I hate. That it, that phrase when it came out of my mouth it was horrible. That's something I'm scared of. I hate words. Uh, I hate sounds. Honestly, as a when you person. said that, the first what I thought of was that High song. High School Musical too. No, no. <laughs> no, I thought of Tiny Meat Gang. Oh my gosh, Tiny! What song? The um. Bur- yes. Okay. Where did he say something about dipping toes? We just dipped our toes in. Oh, you're right. That's yeah. the chorus. Yeah. I definitely went with Sharpay in High School Musical too. A dip in the pool. Oh. <laughs> you want to change your tune? Better change your whole pitch. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, they started out as a joke, and like they're not a joke anymore. So Tiny Meat pre- Gang. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Young Gravy was the same thing, where it was like a joke, but not yeah. anymore. <laughs> Don't write a banger, I guess. <laughs> I guess not. Okay. Anyway, dipping our toes in how if you're high school musical or tiny meat gang i guess we'll know what type of person you are team tiny meat (laughs) (laughs) um but we're gonna cover phobias like for us for us personally like yes 
what so megan i'll let you start because you looked at it before and it made your eye twitch like what is i did i think i i'm starting to like sweat too so this is more on the lines of like irrational fears yeah this is it is an irrational fear and it's different from okay so the the phobia i'm going to talk about is submechanophobia which is the fear of things underwater now this is different from like fear of large bodies of water yeah that is something different so specifically what i get very uncomfortable with is things being underwater that shouldn't be underwater Mm -hmm. so like like when you're walking down the white river in indianapolis and there's a scooter in the white river and you can see it (sighs) yeah so like think sunken ships or there was one time i went we went tubing and I have my ears gauged and I had metal um, tunnels in my ear mm-hmm. and I forgot to change them out. I wouldn't have because they were nice, fancy, like flowery looking things. And yeah. I didn't think about it. I didn't change them out. And we went tubing on a lake and uh, it's a pretty deep lake. Yeah. And um, when I got back on the boat after tubing and flying off the tube, one of my earrings is gone and I started like hyperventilating. So I'm like, <laughs> it is like several yards underwater right now and i'm just Mm -hmm. like (laughs) it's probably down there with like sunglasses and phones Mm -hmm. and god knows knows what else and i'm just yes i was getting like sick to my stomach and i have the other (laughs) earring still and i look at it and i start to like hyperventilate because i'm like you would just go throw it in the lake with the other one no i don't want to add to the stress but i'm so scared of things underwater that oh. like it makes you feel physically <laughs> ill i'll tell you the picture that i saw that made me realize it because i always felt it mm-hmm. going into the water like, how do you feel when you see crime scenes like cars being pulled out of the water? okay no <laughs> no no um we have a friend who she's got some land off of a it's really what it is it's a strip mine that has been filled with water Yeah. okay yes one, I don't want to know what was left behind when it was filled with water. Mm-hmm. Two, they had a pontoon boat that was out of commission. Uh, yeah. And how do you get rid of a pontoon boat? I never thought about it. Mm-hmm. So they did uh, what they thought was logical and they filled it with like bricks and sand or something. I and don't know. Sunk it. And they sunk it. And she told us where it's at. And I like avoid that area at all costs. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm just afraid I'm going to like kick it or something when i swim by but the picture that i saw that made me start like looking this up i said something is really wrong with me (laughs) or there's just something going on psychologically Mm -hmm. and i don't know what caused this fear but um the picture that i sorry that was like a hard (laughs) it's fine the picture that i saw was uh like a google google map picture and it was an airplane that had crashed into the sea and sunk, mm-hmm. but it went in at an angle with one of the wings wings up in the air. It was a diagonal. So from the air, it's up enough to the surface that you can see the tip of the wing and start to see the plane underwater, and then it disappears. Yeah. And that made me almost physically ill. <laughs> Like, thinking about being 
in the sorry. I don't I don't okay. know what it is. I mean, we can talk <laughs> about it, but it does make like my throat is closing. <laughs> I don't if anyone else has this fear, I would like to get your take on it. I don't know what truly what caused mine. I've only been in a large body of water a couple times. Well, I just said that's not really the same. Yeah. But the picture of the plane in the ocean did it for me. Um Yeah. But just smaller stuff, knowing that there's a pontoon boat or that there's cars in mm-hmm. the river and <sighs> yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. Makes me ill. <laughs> I like and it's funny because it doesn't affect me the same way. Uh-uh. And I don't know. This is not relevant. The only way that this is relevant is things not affecting us the same way. Uh-huh. We're twins, so like everything should be the same. That's not really true. But like it's balls. just funny to what I said. Balls. I thought I thought you said balls. I said yes. That's one difference. But <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, no, just things that it's funny because it that doesn't affect me. And it, for some reason, it made me think like the cilantro thing. I don't. Like, cilantro tastes like soap to Megan, and yes. it doesn't taste... Like, I love it. Like, give me that extra cilantro on my street tacos. Ew. Man, I love it. I, it's so good. And it's not like a. I see it, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to taste soap. I don't have to know it's in there. If I start eating something immediately, I'm like, is there cilantro in this? And they say, yes. Tastes like soap to me. That's, tastes like Dawn dish soap. You watched me eat just, like, a cilantro leaf, and you're like, and that's good? I was like... <laughs> Yeah, I feel like my mouth is going to start sudsing while I'm eating it. I don't I don't know. It's bad. And I don't know if this percentage is true, but it says like nine percent of the population Mm -hmm. taste soap when they eat cilantro. Maddie does not like cilantro. I just I also saw a thing about here we go. We're just going off. This is the here it comes. (laughs) I also saw a thing in the same it was in the same thread that it was a line of colors and it says if you can see anywhere and it tells you how many colors are there. And they're like, if you can see from 33 to 39 colors, then you are, I took a screenshot because I, because it was that intriguing. I only took a picture of the actual colors, but I can see all 39 Mm -hmm. and it says like 28% of the population. It's called like something tetrachromatic whatever okay if you can see all 39 colors am i about to count to 39 real quick or are you gonna show me this are picture you wanting or, to count to 39 <laughs> like let me i don't know uh oh my god yes i had to sit with it <laughs> it's just they're almost like pastels i know i don't want us to sit here in silence so i'm gonna talk a little bit while kelsey's counting but there's only 39 colors there at most and i can count all 39 so Whatever that means. Maybe I should look that up. <laughs> She's counting. Okay, so I'm going to hit like 40 something. I don't know. What? Yeah, there's definitely one, two, three, four. So I'll tell you right now, some of those blocks of color are not the same width. Okay, that makes more sense. Because I was like, I don't want to be dumb, but you width. can also just use your spatial awareness. Yeah, don't okay, do that. Fine. You're counting actual one, colors two, now. One, two, three, four, five. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 1, 2, 3, 6, 7, 8, 9, 30, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. I missed one. That's well, all right. It's okay. 
That's pretty darn close. You do the same thing I do, by the way, when you're counting. When you hit 20, you one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> well, in this, I don't know if this is a, this is a weird thing. Me and Maddie went on like a long tangent, if you will. Uh-huh. About languages and how stupid they are. Mm-hmm. And because we, I was playing like, uh, you know, elementary level videos of German language for her. And she's like, it sounds like a fake language. Uh-huh. She took years of Spanish. Like she was... She's darn near or was fluent in Spanish, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, that. Uh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> and um, she listened to German and she's like, it just sounds fake to me. And we were talking about numbers. Wow, what in the world? <laughs> the Sunny D came back. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, and it's the same. In fr- we both took French and French numbers are real dumb if anybody has taken french before you know that like once you hit 40 it's a free-for-all and it makes no sense but (laughs) in german and i think in spanish it's the same you count one through ten has their own and then 11 12 up to 20 but then when you hit 21 it's like for german anyway it's 20 and 1 20 and 2 20 and 3 so i feel like i don't know if we've made this correlation and we just omit the long part I don't know. And Uh you're just like, one, two, three, I know where I am. See, I didn't know if it's because I crochet. And so Uh if I have to crochet long chains, I'm working on a project where I had to crochet 216 chains. Yeah. Um, So I don't want to be like 122, 123, 120. So I'm just. Oh, I omit the 100. Yeah. I count in tens. Yeah. Sometimes I count in groups. Like this will probably be annoying. Let's say there's. Uh, four groups of four. I'll go one, two, three, four, two, two, three, four, three, two, three, four, four, two, three, four. I think it's because we're musicians. That too. Yeah. That's probably where the counting comes in or like finding easier way to count. I'm I just know. so lazy. I will do anything to make it easier for <laughs> yes. myself. Yeah. Um, and I have to keep Maddie speaking Spanish in my head too. That's okay. going to come back later. It's going to come back. Us. Yes. Okay. So let's go. It's a fear of yours. Spanish is really scary. I'm terrified <laughs> of Spanish language. <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah. Some mechanophobia. That's my fear that it really does make me sweaty. <laughs> so my irrational fear, it doesn't have a name. It shouldn't have a name because it's so oddly specific. Like, and I don't know where this came from. I don't know where this came from. My worst fear is also like my worst, it's the worst way I could imagine dying. And it is being, there's no even a good way to describe it. Say I am walking down the street by myself, like, and it's an abandoned street. There's no one around. And I am jumped by a group of people. Let's say like six people. That feels like a really (laughs) gross number. (laughs) Um, And I'm jumped by six people. And they don't have weapons and they don't want anything, but they just start beating me and like with their bare fists. And I, I'm afraid of being ganged up on by a group of people being completely helpless. No one's around to help me. And they beat me to death without weapons. That's like, it's so, it's six. It doesn't have to be six. It could be more than that. But like the more that there are it's making my eyes water the more i, I think we say this we've said it a couple times that we need to invest in a camera to start recording <laughs> ourselves because your body language immediately when you started talking about it i wish you guys could see what oh, i man. saw I, my eyes my face you is were, red like, i clutching can tell your my... chest and balling your fists oh, 
<laughs> Good God. No, I just imagine, now how am I going to get a phone call? I'm sad because I think she's calling me about what to do for dinner. No. <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> I'm hungry. Hold on. Hiatus. of dark. Just, just a moment, y'all. Oh, quick break. <laughs> a quick break. <laughs> I'm gonna throw music in there because I don't I don't know how to fix that. I did answer the phone and I did get my food order in, and it was not and chili mac from Steak and Shake because I've learned my lesson. And not that's another real fear is Steak and Shake's chili mac. I'm not afraid. I'm just hurt that nothing was offered to me. Oh God! Do you want something? Do I need to throw in some more music? No. It's too late now. What do you want? It's too late now. Just tell me what you want. <laughs> do you what do you want? want? Do you actually want something? I don't know. I can snack. Okay, well, <laughs> here's more music. Sorry, we had to make sure Megan got her order. <laughs> it was really dysfunctional there for a minute. I talk about getting beaten to death and... Suddenly we're talking about Steak and Shake Chili Mac and how everything is just in and out for the next 24 hours. Yikes. All right. So you are afraid of people jumping you and beating you. I am. And it's, I know there's, that's definitely irrational because obviously this has never happened to me. Like, I don't know where this fear came from, but the fear, the, the feeling of being completely helpless and like, against something that's really not much stronger than you but it's it's essentially the equivalent of having that dream where you're trying to run but it's like running through molasses or you're trying to punch something and it's like punching a pillow oh my god have you i think i've asked you this before but have you ever been in a dream driving and then you step on the brake and no matter how hard you press on the brake it never fully stops yes the car continues to roll forward and you're like i'm gonna hit something Mm -hmm. have you ever tried to like you realize you're like driving from the back seat or something and you can't reach the pedals. Um, not really. I don't think I've had that one. Good news. Your food order is in. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> now I feel good. <laughs> now we're doing good. Okay. Still scared though. But no, like I hate dreams where you are trying to stop a car and it it's not like speeding, but it's just rolling like it never fully stops. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's very annoying. It just the slightest it just keeps going forward, just inching forward. But it, I think it's the same sentiment of feeling like it's that feeling of helplessness and like you yes. cannot stop it. On the opposite side, though, I've also had dreams where I'm almost... I uh, My throat oh my made a gosh. really gross noise. This is the nastiest <laughs> episode. I can't cut these things. I don't want to. Um, I think, uh, or I think, I've dreamt that I'm almost like weightless mm-hmm. and oh, going wish. downstairs, right? <laughs> back to my birth weight. And yeah. I am going downstairs, but I'm like gliding down them. Have you, not in a scary way, but I'm almost like taking them like, I don't know, five at a time, just bloop, bloop, bloop down the I stairs. D- I unfortunately <laughs> never have that. Really? Mm-hmm. I have that sometimes. I have dreams where like the running through molasses is a big one where it's like I cannot move fast no matter how hard i try now the frustrating dream is where i'm trying to scream or yell and my voice like i can't it just cuts out immediately when i try to scream Mm. 
I don't know if I have those much. I don't have it a ton, but it's enough that it sticks with me that, you know how your voice, like when you're sick right now, if I were to try to scream, I would just, after a certain level, I have no sound coming out. It's like that in my dream. Every time I try to scream for help or usually I'm screaming because I'm mad. Yeah, right. (laughs) And no sound comes out, which I'm sure someone with a psychology degree is going, "Mm hmm, and writing all Uh, these things I got to stop talking to people with psychology degrees. I'm two seconds away from calling my doctor and being like, hey, can we talk about uh, this diagnosis, please? Oh, my God. No, I'm fully convinced. I'm not, I don't want to self-diagnose, but like, the signs are all there. It's fine. We'll find out if I have another fancy new title. <laughs> oh, that's fun. No, I do like uh, dream interpretation, though. Like, Yeah, I have a couple dream books. We used to do that a lot. Saying it out loud, I can almost hear it start to explain itself. So I'm going to have to look these up when we're done. <laughs> it's one of the... Some of them can be cryptic, but some of them are really straightforward. Yeah. Like, I... I don't know. I can't even think of an example right now, but check out your dreams sometimes. Keep a dream journal. It's fun. It's nice. I, You know what? I'm going to make a note to do it tonight because I, I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast that ever since I've had Jordan, I have very vivid, very obscure dreams that I need to start keeping a notebook on my nightstand so when I wake up, I can, like first thing, just write it down because mm-hmm. um, I may be fumbling for my phone or something. I don't know. I, I don't See, know. See, now... You could do that, or I know we both have the same problem. I used my phone because I can I can picture waking up in the middle of the night from a fever dream and being like, I have to write this down. What are your hands usually in the morning when you wake up? Dead? Asleep. <laughs> yeah. They're asleep, like tingly, you can't move your fingers asleep. We both, we both have carpal tunnel, it's fine. It's okay. So I just feel like it'd be very hard to like physically write something out. That's true. I, I would use the speak, speak to, text. to text. Yep. I may make wake up John, but he'll deal with it. I'm like, I'm telling you my dream. Right. <laughs> and it Will was probably really, about you. <laughs> right. Will he wake up though? It depends. He's a really weird sleeper. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, ah, gosh, darn it. We got <laughs> back to the being beaten to death. Yeah. Beaten to death. I feel like I had another irrational fear and it suddenly has escaped me, so it can't be that bad. That you currently have? Oh, just, I don't know, just in general. Um, I know you were afraid of balloons. I swear to God, I was going to jokingly say I'm afraid of losing a balloon because of that <laughs> horror story from when I was like, four five years old do you recall this at the pages general yes. store with the football balloon <laughs> yes. okay so i didn't make that up no. i have attachment issues <laughs> and i think it started with this balloon oh my god <laughs> listen i can feel i was devastated like i would have taken my dad going out for a pack of cigarettes and never coming back better <laughs> than i did losing this balloon <laughs> Jesus, hi, Dad. Yeah, hello. <laughs> no, it's basically we're in this. It's a. It was this little store here in town. A I don't grocery even know. Store. I don't even know if there were multiple, but it was Paige's General Store. It doesn't exist anymore, so I don't mind saying it. And we went in. They had the when it was cool. They had the balloons section where they were all blown up, and you could just grab like Happy Birthday, and it's a boy, it's a girl, it's a cat, and <laughs> <laughs> there was just a football one. And my parents had no idea how gay I truly was. <laughs> That's not true. This My little four-year-old self was like, a football. <laughs> and 
And so I really wanted this football balloon, I guess. I don't remember anything about the inside of the store except Flavor Right Kool-Aid packets for some reason. <gasps> yeah. You don't remember the candy spot where we could scoop your own candy? Kind. It just reminds me of Supermarket Sweep a little bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, get my football balloon. We go outside. We're in a van. And I don't know, probably like a Windstar. <laughs> and, uh, no, it was before the Windstar. It was whatever had the TV in An it. An Astro yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> and my, I remember them saying, now hold on to that balloon. Like, don't let go of that <laughs> balloon. You have to tell kids these things. And I was very responsible. I held on to the balloon. <laughs> but we get in the van and like... I go in the van, but the balloon catches the top of the van, and I have, like, sweaty little kid hands. <laughs> and the balloon just slipped out of my hand and flew away. And I was so upset. I cried. I'm actually getting teary-eyed thinking about it right now. I'm going to I didn't have... I probably had... Coo- they should have been sticky little kid hands like that. <laughs> You're just a nervous Nelly from the get-go. No, because well, like you're squeezing the, the, the strings so tightly that your hands start sweating, and it was definitely summertime. <laughs> and it just caught the top of the car and flew away. And I, I imagine, like, what, what exactly do I, what do I imagine? Like, my mom having to hold me back as my arms are outreached. And I, it's a silent cry. Uh <laughs> Oh, I what is the thing where like a child is it's kind of like when Rose and Jack get separated on the Titanic and she's getting held or he's getting held back. That was my mom holding me back from running into the air after that balloon. I was yelling like somebody grab it, please. <laughs> it's like I told you to hold on. <laughs> and so started my um attachment issues <laughs> everything i love leaves me so maddie <laughs> i know you don't listen to this podcast because you're not supportive of me and my oh dreams my but <laughs> uh but don't She's leave getting me you steak and shake. <laughs> she obviously loves me there that was the red quote <laughs> she's getting steak and shake i know she She'll went out be for right steak back and- oh no <laughs> Oh my god, that was ten years ago. Uh, anyway, Whoa. my yeah, god, sorry. So I have a lot of fears, <laughs> a lot of real fears, attachment Deep issues, deep seated fears. <laughs> I have another story, but I want to save it. I want to like break it up a little bit. I have another story, a funny one. Yeah. Okay, you may want to save it. Yeah, I'm gonna save that one because it's gonna get dark again. Oh, is it? Yeah. Do you want me to go? Yeah, I've been talking a lot. Let's hear what you have to say. What scares you, Megan? All right. So you talked about being beaten to death, Um, which, again, not like we've ever witnessed it or we grew up in a super terrible neighborhood, but we grew up in not a great area. And I feel like violence and crime were higher where we lived so, I mean, it wasn't out of the realm of possibility to get beaten up, probably not to death, but <laughs> right. probably get jumped. <laughs> yeah, honestly. But we'd always kept to ourselves, so I feel like we had a low chance of being beaten up. Um, right. Anyway, I have, it's not even, it's not a fear I realized I had until it was presented to me, and I was like, ee! But 
When I was in college, I took a class that it had a very vague title. And when we all showed up for this class, no one knew what it was. We knew it was an English class and we're just like, but what are we, I mean, what are we discussing English wise? Mm -hmm. And, um, when the professor showed up, he informed us that they had posted the class wrong, the name of it. And he's like, this is actually masculinity in film and literature. So he's like, if you want to keep taking the class, go ahead and stay. If this isn't what you wanted, Yikes. you can peace out. And I said, you know what? I want to see what's going to happen here. Man, was it just a bunch of bros? No, it was actually one of my favorite classes. Okay. Surprisingly, we watched Fight Club. Um, yeah. Or we read Fight Club and we watched a movie called Magnolia. Okay. Um, there was some other stuff, but there was a book we read in this class that surprise was written by my professor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a his own book and a work of fiction. So he, he says. Yeah. So he says that he isn't from Indiana. He is actually from Arizona. And the book, I mean, you could look it up. I guess I'll plug it if you really want to read this monstrosity. Mm-hmm. It's called um Raising Arizona. No. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was oh my God. Um wow, I've forgotten the name of it. Wasn't it Finding No uh Drowning Tucson. Drowning Tucson. Yes. Okay. Does that sound right? Am I, like, thinking of something else? Will you no, look that I'll up? I'll look it up and you talk. It should be by Aaron Morales. <laughs> okay. So, Drowning Tucson. It just came to me. <laughs> so <laughs> In a dream. Surely that's it. Anyway, the book is a collection of short stories. and they're Yes, all... it is called Drowning Tucson by Aaron Michael Morales. Yes, that's him. Um, it is a collection of short stories, and they are... You can read it in any order. It's one of those books where you can just open it to a random chapter and neither of them go together. Uh, so he even has at the beginning of the book a list of ways you can read it in what order. So there's the purist where you can read it from cover to cover. Uh, I forget what they're all titled, but you can read it oh, from yeah, back to front. There's for the purist uh, and then it lists stuff like Torchies, Easter Sunday, Love Boat, Those are the El titles. Camino. Yeah. Uh, for the skeptic and for the quixotic, mm-hmm. for the zealot, for the downtrodden, for the deconstructionist, and that is it. Okay. So the Easter egg hunt, I remember that one. That one's terrifying. <laughs> well, that's, uh, yeah, Easter Sunday. Or Easter Sunday. Yeah, I'll okay. tell them. It's so Torchies, Easter Sunday, Love Boat, El Camino, Revival, Kindness, Peanut, Flash Flood, Ice Cream, and Rainbow. I remember Peanut, too. Um, This is... Here's, like, a quick PSA. There's going to be some trigger warnings coming here. This book is actually very dark and very hard to read. (laughs) And we asked him, we're like, are you sure you didn't experience some of this stuff? And he says it's all fiction. And we're like, "Uh Um, uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. In my brain, I couldn't have come up with something that twisted personally Mm -hmm. because it's nothing that couldn't happen um okay so easter sunday is there's an easter egg hunt in this uh it's all set in around tucson but like in the poor areas so aaron morales is obviously hispanic Mm -hmm. and and the hispanic communities were poor and it'd be like that yeah so see capitalism scary stuff yeah (laughs) it is anyway so um 
the prize for the Easter egg hunt, if you found the golden egg, was like $100. This is a huge deal. The, the parents are like telling their kids, if you don't get up. this, I'm going to beat the crap out of you. And they meant it. Oh. They're like, you find that golden egg. We need that golden egg. And so these kids, like five, six, seven, eight-year-olds running around looking, the parents are cheering, cheering them, them on. on. <laughs> Basically like, don't get hit. Yeah, so this little boy, like four or five, he goes under a bush to go looking for the egg and this little girl also comes into the bush to find it and it's right next to like a little stream mm-hmm. and she's a little bit older than him, I think. I'm remember. I mean, this was years ago. I'm remembering all this. Yeah. But um, the golden egg is under there and he goes to take it, but he's like four Mm-hmm. And she's been threatened by her parents, like, we're going to kick the crap out of you if you don't get this egg. Right. So she pushes the little boy's head underwater and holds him until he stops squirming and then takes the egg and takes off running. And everyone's cheering because she found the egg and the parents are left looking for their son and can't find him. Oh. Yeah. That's one of the stories. I don't when like everyone's that. cheering like the the Easter egg hunts over, but then everyone they're like, "Where's our little boy?" And I don't like that. Yeah, that's one of the stories. Another one is where and see these are things I'm like that is totally in the realm of possibility. This could really happen. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's dang. I don't like that. No, this is a very hard book to read. Like uh, just the. The uh, the helplessness, the feeling of helplessness is, I think, honestly, what scares me the most. And this family has no idea. And everyone's like, yay, fun times at the Easter egg hunt while their son is dead in a bush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they'll like probably find him Like kids running around him looking for eggs. And he's hidden in the bush and they don't see him. Yeah. That makes my... I don't want steak and shake anymore. <laughs> well... God. I'm hesitant to tell this one because this is going to be a big trigger warning for assault. Um, Yeah. But it also scared me and it's going to kind of lead into my next thing. Um, Jump forward four and a half minutes. I guessed really good last time. I'm going to try again. Yeah, I'm going to keep it brief. Okay, jump forward like three to four minutes. Yeah, okay. Go. Go. So one of the other stories and i can't remember the title of it it may have been peanut and that's why i remember it but uh that title stuck out to me it's uh they're at a park and there's to me i picture deming park and kind of near the um the playground there's the bathroom house yes, so think yeah. of a bathhouse if you have your public mm-hmm. park and where you can actually go inside a building to pee instead of looking <laughs> yeah. for a nice quiet spot so that it's almost something like that. It's this building in a park. Again, we're still in rundown, poor Tucson area. Yeah. And this girl is hanging out with this guy. And I think he ends up drugging her. Um, he gives her something and she, or roofies her, something like that. She's not in her right state of mind. Mm-hmm. And they end up taking her back to this building, him and this other guy that she was hanging out with and she's barely conscious and there's a dirty old mattress in there and they, there's other guys waiting there for her and Mm -hmm. they gang rape her like eight guys while she's barely conscious. And like, I think her little brother is still playing out on the playground and doesn't know where his sister has gone. I, I think she went to like go smoke a cigarette with them and she ends up getting drugged and this happens to her and it like made me physically ill like i'm actually like 
yeah, really gross I'm, I'm tingling right now. I'm thinking very um, <clears throat> objectively right now. Yeah, I have I'm to just kind of staring off if you don't, if you can't. It, it's tell. <laughs> it's really awful. Um, it made me physically like I had a visceral reaction to it. And I know, like, I'm just staring at anything in the room but you. I know. <laughs> because I don't want to. Because uh, a problem that I have is I am blessed and cursed with, like, the most vivid imagery in mm-hmm. my head. Like, genuinely, it's actually something I've talked about in therapy, that it's, like, movies in my head that I can't turn off. Mm-hmm. Like, things start playing, and I, like, all senses that can possibly be involved, I can hear things, I can smell things, I can see things, I can, like, it's, there, I just basically can't touch anything. Right. And, um, I, I don't know, I'm, if a thought gets in my head, someone hits the play button, and it starts going, and, like, I can't make a stop. <laughs> right. So, right now, I'm looking at a bunch of Squishmallows, or My Bearded Dragon, Mm-hmm. Uh, so the movie doesn't play it sounds crazy like this is not therapy so i shouldn't <laughs> go into this too well, much more but truly honestly if someone else experiences that same thing and they're listening that here's a coping me- if it, if you've tried it i don't know <laughs> yeah well actually a coping mechanism i've learned one of them gosh i can't i should i should remember it i should try to remember it but one that i remember is think about your if you're starting to have like intrusive or invasive thoughts think about your feet on the ground like think about the pressure of your feet on the ground and standing on the ground um and that tends to you're i mean it's a literal grounding yeah it's literal grounding and i don't know it just diverts attention to something else and gosh there was one that actually really worked for me was it the five senses no i mean the five grounding is pretty common oh it was like because what i'll do is i'll stay i'll really zone out and just stare at one spot if you've known like how much my eyes are moving yeah what it is i think if i remember right is like don't stare at anything for too like find something new to look at keep finding something new to look at so you're like always changing up your scenery I don't know. Yeah. And I feel like, honestly, that's not um, something that I may be doing. I, I might be doing it subconsciously because when I was telling that story, mm-hmm. I was kind of gripping the chair and I wouldn't look at you either. I just kept looking at literally anything else in the room. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that's why I avert my gaze a lot. If, if people see me like looking around, uh, dang, I can't remember exactly what it was but i'm pretty sure it was something like don't just stare at one thing like start looking around the room start picking things to look at yeah um and it helps so yeah and see now i've talked about it and i'm not really thinking about that anymore yeah and we're at about five minutes or so so we went a little bit over but we were in the safe zone but at the four yes, and a half minute yeah mark. we were definitely <laughs> so. safe by then so welcome back <clears throat> it's not good so no it wasn't good <laughs> if you don't want to know don't go back i literally had to talk about coping mechanisms if it if that gives you an idea <laughs> yeah uh the last one was uh one last story and this may be the peanut story i don't remember mm-hmm. was a gang initiation yeah yeah where they decide to our their gang initiation is to beat them up and mm-hmm. like if you're tough you can be in our gang and it's one of the guys who's in the gang it's his little brother who's like 14 yeah. and he wants to be in this gang so bad so they start beating him it's like i don't know 
eight, ten guys. Which so here's my worst fear yeah. in action. Well, they get it's like a mob mentality. They get so hyped and they are all hyping each other up. And they his get so like part excited. They don't stop and they do beat him to death and in the middle of the street and yeah. That's very quick. Of course, the story's a little bit longer, but yeah, stuff like that. So that book is very hard to read. That's like all the stories in the book are like that. I don't know if I'll be reading that one. No, <laughs> I don't know. No, uh, I, I don't remember if I kept it after college. I don't have it anymore. So it's gotten lost in moves or I gave it up because I just didn't want it. Yeah, that's rough. Like... I know I talk about her a lot. I swear I have my own personality. Uh, Maddie reads a lot. And mm-hmm. she reads some dark stuff. Uh, we read a lot of cannibal books last year. Go, go <laughs> yeah. check those out. Uh, Tender is the Flesh. 10 out of 10. Like, really quick read. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big reader. And it, like... Uh, just go read it. Tender is the Flesh. <laughs> um, what To Be Devoured was something different still cannibals uh very unsettling another quick read anyway (laughs) she likes dark stuff i don't know if she would like that like that's for uh someone that is for a specific person right i i can't even tell you it's obviously stuck with me my god it's been almost a decade it's probably yeah almost a decade since Mm -hmm. i've read Ooh. Yeah. In college. <laughs> yeah. And uh yeah. yeah it's just I mean stuck I graduated we I graduated college. I guess I think we graduated at the same time. I was twenty fifteen because well, December music sucks. I went four and a half years. Oh, <laughs> uh, so so did I. But No, because if it was fifteen then that would have been five. I didn't technically graduate till fifteen, so five years for me. Oh yeah. Well, well, well. Uh, but speaking of books, that's a good segue to another thing uh, that scares me. It's a little, it's a little more lighthearted. But this is something that scared the both of us when we were younger. This oh, sound, yeah. yeah, this sounds so silly. The scary stories to tell in the dark books. I think it's <laughs> Alvin Schwartz is the that either the illustrator right. or the author. I can't think of which. Whoever the illustrator is, though, that's the problem. That is the freaking problem. <laughs> you are the problem. Yes, because the story, the stories are okay. Honestly, so first of all, the movie Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, it's it's for a weird demographic. I'm not quite sure the age that they were going for because it's like slightly young adult, but also dark. Uh-huh. And like, I don't know if young adults are just cooler than I was when I was a young adult, but I'm like, this would have scared me. Yes. And it did scare ugh, the kid in the hallways, the red hallways with the blob thing. Oh, from the actual movie. Yes. Ugh. From the movie, that thing, that scene, I didn't like coming in, like swinging, coming in swinging heavy with the scarecrow. Scarecrow. That was I'm like, this is what you start this movie with? This is the story you chose? The Big Toe? Oh. Okay, no, it's a scary movie. It's a freaking scary movie. I am a full-grown adult, and that movie scared me. <laughs> yeah. Like, the scarecrow is helplessness. The hallways are helplessness. Those two, the two that stand out to out. me. <gasps> I don't like feeling helpless. No. Oh my I just, God. like, rubbed my chest. Wow, weird. Um, I'm opening so many doors. (laughs) I don't know what's happening. No, if you've seen the movie, then you know, like the scarecrow thing. Yeah, the the whole scarecrow intro. He is there, and he knows that people are walking by, and he's just stuck there, stuck there, and can't do anything about it. He's 
helpless. Uh, the kid in the hallways that gets absorbed by the blob. I don't know how to explain. It, there's a point where he turns down every hallway and they're shut up. And it's coming from every hallway and he has no choice but to stand there and be swallowed. And that is helplessness. <sighs> My side hurts. I hate this. Three fundamental truths at the exact, exact same, same time. time. Okay. <laughs> Listen, people are pretty torn on Hamilton. I don't want to go down that road. <laughs> really? There are a lot of musical people who think it's very overrated. And here's the thing. I love him. I do like Hamilton. I will say that. I've seen it live twice. Would recommend if you like it uh, to any extent. But it came out the same year that Fun Home, like uh-huh. based on the the life story of Alison Bechtel, a.k.a. the Bechtel test. Um, it came out the same year as that. So it got snubbed on every level. And Fun Home makes me ugly cry. Like Fun Home hit home, ha. Huh? I don't even know. If you're like a little baby gay and you want to feel Seen? so many feelings. Oh. Huh? Scene? Scene. Just... There's a lot of it that's, like, not relevant as very specific and traumatic, but for the most part, it's just growing up and realizing that you're gay, which sounds like it wouldn't be exciting, but, like, you would, you guys wouldn't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, golly, that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about Hamilton or Fun Home, you big idiot. <laughs> sorry. We're talking about scary stories to tell in the dark and feeling helpless, and then you started singing Helpless. Okay, yeah, there it is. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> that's such a good song. Okay. It is. <laughs> she raps like, mm, and like my no one's throat's business. all messed up, so I can't wait to hear that played back. Oh, God. I just helpless. kept talking over <laughs> She's helpless. <laughs> and I just kept talking over you because I don't care. You did. So- <laughs> you know, sold me, and I was sad. Yeah, you um, just, you were going to keep going till I noticed. I know. How it got louder and louder. <laughs> Stupid. Um, yeah, scary stories tell in the dark. We. When we were younger, little. I well, no, I would say we were like middle school age. We were younger than we are now. Yes, <laughs> half the our age, if not more. Yeah. <laughs> and we would have—I don't even know who stayed the night with us. Was it Amanda? Oh gosh, it would have been her or like. I, I do would we say, say first names, names like whatever Amber or Heather, or Heather or Misty or like any of anybody yeah. really? We can go with first names. We won't throw out your last names, but we would. So our bedroom was on the second floor. It was attic turned into a bedroom, and we had a futon uh, bunk bed thing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> And we would sit on the floor and all of us put our feet underneath the bed mm-hmm. and read the scary stories to each other and see who would chicken out first and take their feet out from under the bed. <laughs> yeah, we, like we had all the lights off, just like a little book light, I think. Yeah, yeah, something just to read the book because we were weird kids. I sometimes, don't <laughs> did we not have the TV going on white noise sometimes? Maybe. because <laughs> for, One for light and two for <laughs> ambiance. Yes. I can't. We were you know, weird kids. It's I don't know how we got here, guys, with a paranormal. How podcast. how could we have ever foreseen <laughs> this happening? Gosh darn it! Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I do remember reading that. That was those were good times. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to end with the patriarchy and why they're so awful? Just do, men, why men? Sure, yeah, tell me. Well, do I know what you're so, going to talk about? You were there for this one. Okay, first of all, 
men. <laughs> what to say about men. If you're still here and listening to us. Just. I mean, it's been said a million times, but what's one more? It's not going to hurt. No means no. <laughs> no means no. That's that is <clears throat> it. And there was one night. It was me and you and Maddie out. And our fr- uh, friend of mine, Corey, it was actually a guy who was on our side at this point, but, uh, cause you said Maddie speaks pretty good Spanish enough yeah. to get by. Yes. This is what made me think of it. I don't know if you'll remember this. So we come out of the bar and it was, I don't know, Saturday night or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever night it was, there wasn't a ton of people out. Right. And except there were those guys, yes. um, the Hispanic guys mm-hmm. and kept trying to talk to mostly maddie yeah well she was so like this happened super while goffed. you were there because it yes. definitely happened another time when you weren't there same people what okay yeah you're, hopefully you'll remember this so they start talking to us and we're like no thank you and they're obviously trying to hit on maddie mostly and we're like <laughs> mm, no and then they start talking in spanish and maddie understood what they said and it was not nice or not uh, um kosher yes <laughs> So she like snaps back in Spanish and they said, oh, oh well, and suddenly now they're definitely talking to her. OK, but then remember, they like stopped. They finally got away from us because then a group of girls came out of Chavez. OK, I know what you're talking yes. about. This caused a whole mess. Oh, a whole they walked mess. up to those girls. I couldn't remember if you were there for that or not. Yeah. And they're like, ladies. So it is the same story you're thinking of. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I have another story of when they did this. Basically, they just kept telling her like do you want to go home with us? And she's like, we're together. And they're like, oh, you're a friend. She, like, this is all in Spanish. I'm just standing there, like, <laughs> trying to look big, but I'm not. <laughs> uh, and they're like, oh, like, you're your friend. Like, you you can both come home with us. And she's like, no, that's my girlfriend. He's like, girls that are friends. Like, the translation was lost for me, but yeah. she's like, no, like, girlfriend. <laughs> she- <laughs> Just think of what hand motion I did and you can probably figure it out. Uh, She didn't do that, but she's like, no, like my girlfriend, like we kiss lips and kiss lips. And (laughs) hi, mom. Hi. (laughs) That's my favorite gay joke, but it's fine. Um, Yeah, he just like was not. He's like, well, you can both come with me. And she's like, or hear me out. No. Yeah. So, and it was definitely the same dude. So that's why I think she was pretty chill that night. If well, you didn't, because we did the same thing. I don't know if they really did just pull us it because we're all like, we're all going home. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you all go home together. And we're like, no, because no. we had our <laughs> Corey was with us. And we're like, no. Yeah. And uh, anyway, but these other girls walked out Chavez and then we were old news. They walk up to those girls. Problem is, they didn't know those girls were walking out to the car full of all their boyfriends. Yeah. Uh, very big dudes <sighs> yeah. who get out of the car. And I've never seen someone get hit so hard. Oh. He punched that dude, like, because he wouldn't. The thing is, he told him. He gave him a chance. He's like, he get away say, from like, her. Yeah, he was, like, kind of putting himself between him and the girl. And I think, I'm pretty sure, wasn't he, like, looking around him, like, still trying to talk to her? Well, they're getting in the car. So he finally said, okay. And he winged back and just pop this dude so hard he went back i have never seen someone he just fell like a, a two by four a, a two by like 
I've never seen that in real life until that moment. Nope. He went flat back and just, bam, head bounced off the concrete. He was gone, like done for. mm -mm, KO'd, one hit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He he was out. And the guy started yelling. One, he was upset about the situation. And two, you could tell, he's like, I told him. I told him to stop. Yeah. Yeah. And then while we're all freaking out and everyone gets in their car and leaves and those guys are getting up, another car pulls up and yells at the window and says, hey, ladies. And we said, what? now and it was our friend's dad oh gosh was it kevin yes <laughs> and because it was just the worst timing we're like what yeah he was like i'm Dang. sorry yeah <laughs> and he was just joking when he yelled out the window and we're like well you could have got here like five minutes ago he would have he wouldn't i don't think he would have gotten physical if he didn't have to but no uh, he is also a big guy He's a well. He's a DJ mostly, I guess, but mm-hmm. DJ slash bouncer. Oh, when needed. he has no problem with putting people in their place. Yeah, yeah. Shoo. Anyway, things like that. Just why do men? Mm-hmm. Why? I thought you were going to b- talk about the guy that got body slammed at the at the bar. I wasn't there for that. I was on my way Ooh, to the bar, and you I guys saw called it, me and, said, and it straight <laughs> up. It there was a lawsuit. <laughs> like they were looking for people to talk to. Like. Some yeah. some dude all night was just antagonizing and throwing out the N word. Uh, so it was a white guy, saying a white the guy N-word. throwing out the N word, um, and this guy got tired of it. So he to- like they kicked him out. Well, he came back and he started to cause problems again. Uh, and they were put like uh, this was the problem. It was a secure. It was one of the security guys pushed him out. Was telling him to leave. The guy who's been throwing the slurs out spit in the security guard's face. <laughs> so here's the reaction as a security guard that you should not have right is he uh grabbed he grabbed the guy by the throat and full-on body slammed him choke slammed him choke slammed him into the con into the sidewalk Mm -hmm. and then i think also threw his hat at him at the end of it like that is male fragility like i don't even know how to explain like you get you are a security guard you're a doorman at a bar bar. like you're gonna deal with stupid stuff all the time and it's right by the college so you're definitely gonna get stupid Mm -hmm. stuff no they i mean that bar it's a very popular bar here in town was like under fire for a little bit Mm -hmm. mostly mostly him but like it it reflects back on that getting spit in the face i'm sorry that should not push you over the edge to slam someone into the ground he went to the hospital i believe he at least he was out he was concussed and out of it i don't i think they were talking about like he couldn't walk for a while like he was it was i don't know if it was like short-term coma but like well when it happened everyone thought he like died yeah because there was blood and everything right he it was almost like a pile drive. Like he went head first uh-huh. into the sidewalk and just went limp. And like someone got down and tried to see if he was still breathing and everything. Um, they put him on a stretcher and like, I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen a dead body, but I'll tell you right now. I was convinced that was a dead body. They were like trying to make sure he was breathing. So yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. Suddenly security guard disappears. So Oh, yeah, that he walked inside and no one saw him. Like, mm-hmm. they were called, like, people were like, Have you seen this guy? Like, we have, the police want to talk to him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Men are. He lost his job if you want awful. to know. Yeah, he did not work there after that very moment. <laughs> Man, I, that dude crumpled like a piece of paper. Like, how limp he went was scary. <laughs> like, yes. back to the scary stuff. Yeah, just 
men in general, Jesus Christ, I was 16 walking out of a grocery store in my subway outfit mm-hmm. and carrying cat food. And that this truck that was waiting, I passed a guy going into the grocery store and he was coming out and he said, hi. I was like, hi. Right. And he's like, how are you doing? I was like, this is a weird time to have a conversation and just kept walking. Like I didn't <laughs> acknowledge it. Yeah. Uh, when I came back out, there was a truck parked out the front door with its lights off. And as I started walking down the aisle, mind you, this is like midnight because Subway closed at 11 or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And um, I'm walking down the aisle and the truck kicks its lights on and turns and follows me down the aisle. And at first I was like, meh. But then I hear the window roll down and I hear, hey. I was like, no, no, no. (laughs) Absolutely not. So I start digging for my keys and I can't find them. I'm fumbling. And I get to my car and he stops the truck because this whole time he's asking me questions like, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you going? I'm 16, <sighs> 17 years old. So and a this is a grown, yes, <laughs> this is a grown man. And it's a big dude, unfortunately. Like, I mean, like a buff dude. Yeah. And I was like, no. And I'm struggling to get my keys out. He puts the truck in park and starts to get out of the truck. And I finally get the keys and I don't know what I said, but I jumped in the car and slammed the door really fast. And as I'm slamming it, he called me some names and he's like, I was just kidding. You don't have to act like that. I'm like this. Are you serious? So men are our small pool of men that listen to us. There actually is a number like it was pretty even split for a while. But anyway, yeah, don't do that. No, do not be a butthole. I was going to say a different word, but we don't usually say bad words on oh, this. Oh, I know, I know. Like, don't do... Th- no means no. Like, if there has to be a, 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 a... What, I don't know, a filter in your brain that tells you, like, this might be a creepy thing to do at midnight to right. anyone. Even It does not matter the situation. I owe you nothing. Nothing. Okay. Another mm-hmm. time at a bar, um, I was hanging out with some friends and there was a guy in the group. I didn't know him. He was awful. I didn't like him from the get go. And he, cause you could tell he's like showing off and he's just trying to find someone to hook up with. And I was like, Bleh. right. And Couldn't be me. <laughs> he's trying to joke around and I'm laughing at him, not with him. I'm laughing at him. I'm like, you are making a fool of yourself. Yeah. And he ends up cornering me at the end of the night. It's three. I mean, I stayed there till closing time and, uh, this was before child, of course, and <laughs> yeah. um, and still married. And I actually said that very early on. I'm like, I'm married. And mm-hmm. he cornered me at the bar and asked me for some favors. And I said, what? <laughs> I said, are you are the same person? Are we talking to the same person? And he's like, well, you were laughing at my jokes. That means nothing. I said, are you high? I told him, I'm like, I told you I was married and I was definitely not laughing with you. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, I have a girlfriend and she doesn't, she's out of town. And I, this dude would not take, what in God's name? <laughs> it doesn't matter. We hung out all night and I laughed at you. That still means nothing. Not a yeah. thing. Take Nobody note. owes you anything for existing. Sorry. No. Nope. Nope. I love reading this stupid texts and stuff where men blow like hey you're really pretty and they're just like hey sorry i have a boyfriend or i'm sorry i'm not interested okay you c word like you're ugly anyway and you're never gonna find love and you're gonna end up with some trashy tom down the street and it's just uh-huh. like or you're beautiful thank you i know you don't have to be okay, so you yourself. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like get over yourself God. please where the sense of entitlement came from birth 
for <laughs> for straight white men is uh, incomprehensible, inconceivable. Like it's stupid. Like I hate. I we're saying this with anger, but in the moment, it's actually as a a woman, a, a, a female presenting person, it's very terrifying. No, I. I mean, for me, it hasn't really happened much. I present not as feminine. Like, I, I feel like I'm not highly sought after by the average white male, and that is fine by me. <laughs> but even there was one time I was working. I, I was will working. say I, I'm going to go ahead and, like, stop you now because they weren't all white men. Actually, only one of those stories was a white man. So Right. I should stop generalizing in that way. Just men, stop. Yeah. Um, but... I was working, I was working a catering job and I was dropping off food, like the job that I was paid to do. You called me here at seven in the morning for a breakfast order. So I show up with the food, hand it over. And like, I'm in a button down embroidered shirt because we have to look professional. I'm wearing a, I'm not, was I wearing a hat? I don't know. I just, if you guys know how I look, that's just <laughs> how I looked. And uh, I'm wearing my Versace men's cologne and come strolling in with my Doc Martens. And he's like, thanks, sweetheart. And I was like, who are you? Like, first of all, I'm working. Like, that's all. There shouldn't be any first of all, second of all, whatever. I don't do that. Like, he called me like sweetie or sweetheart or something. And I said... Sir, it's like, either in a flirting <laughs> manner or a condescending manner. Either way, either way, it was terrible. I'm working. This is my job. Also, don't right. like Ew. read the room, please. Yeah, just anyone in general. It's mostly men. Let's say <laughs> most, if not all the time, it's men. Yes. I understand this can happen to other men, and mm-hmm. women yeah. can be the one doing it. It can, yeah. It but, goes both ways. Don't be a poop hole. Yeah, I just happen to be. A woman, a straight woman who this has happened to me. So that's how I'm telling this story. But God, those are the real life terrifying things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could end it on a funny note. So we, we don't need have to. to. We need to bring it up <laughs> because I'm like getting real. Getting heated. real angry. All right. This is this is still scary. It's gen- genuinely scary. It's not going to sound scary, but know that in the moment it was very scary. <laughs> now, this is a scary thing that happened to me. And now like a weird fear uh, unlocked on this day. <laughs> oh, no. So the year was I don't know. I truly don't know. It was probably uh, we might have been in high school, maybe early. Co- it was around is this the 2000- us? No, it's just me. Oh, okay. So we're, it was probably around the 2010 area. I don't know. Uh-huh. My family had this car, this really, like, she'd seen better days. It was <laughs> the Chevy Blazer. Oh. <laughs> and uh, do you know what I'm going to tell now? <gasps> yes. Okay. What a good story to Did you end forget? on. Yes. Oh, no, I never forget. <laughs> this is so silly. Like, I tell that, like, my family thinks is the funniest story, and I guess it is funny, <laughs> if but it you was scary. There. Yeah, if you weren't there, like, people laugh at my pain. <laughs> and, uh, well, and I had another thought. This is really silly. When I was younger, I remember my parents talking about all these crazy shenanigans they did with their friends and all this crazy stuff they got into. And I remember being like, why do you have these stories? Like, why don't I have any crazy stories? And they're like, you earn these achievements <laughs> as you get old they're like you just you experience things you do things they're like you'll have stories one day this is that story <laughs> i didn't know in the moment but this is that story 
<laughs> so we have a beat up old Chevy Blazer, had seen better days. It was just, everything was breaking down on it. This vehicle did not have air conditioning. I feel that that is very integral to the story. The vehicle didn't have air conditioning. It didn't have working air at all. Yeah, no heat, heat, no air, no nothing. So you drove with the windows down slash up a lot, depending on the time of year. This was summer. This is like August summer. And um, my dad, bless him, we've talked about how he would be late to like his own funeral or his own wedding or like his own children's weddings because he was getting his car washed (laughs) it's like a dad thing i don't know it's without fail every time he's late to something like nine times out of ten he's like well we had to stop at the car wash (laughs) i've never seen someone wash their car so much in my life so and he's got you know he's got that crew car wash pass it used to be the mike's car wash pass (laughs) <laughs> and he we're just driving around he's like this dirty old turd needs a wash like it can, it can barely run it needs an oil change there's no air but he's like but it's gonna be clean <laughs> so we go to mike's car wash at the time get in line do our thing pay and then we realize the windows have to come up for the car <laughs> wash and it's i'm not joking it's like 98 degrees outside this day without the heat index it's just a very hot day <laughs> And You're when you already like getting red in the face. Yes. When to wash a car, they talk about like Mike. Mike Sorry. It's okay. Mike's car wash in particular, like, boasts its hot dryers and like its hot water and sudsy stuff. It says 180 degree heat when yes. it's blowing the air on yes. the car. Yes. It's very exciting when you have air. Um, so if anyone that's ever been in a Mike's car wash or a crude car wash, or really like any kind of automatic car wash, it like straps you in and then you have to roll through. And I'd say it takes like two minutes. Yeah. Two minutes tops. Yeah. Um, we roll up the windows and we get through the noodles <laughs> and we're like, oh, it's really like, it's kind of, it's kind of stuffy in here, you know? <laughs> And like I wasn't saying anything because I'm like a big kid and I sweat all the time. And I was like, it's really hot in here. And um after a while, like the breathing gets heavier and you hear it like me and my dad are both kind of like <sighs> and I was just <laughs> I can't remember who finally broke first. It had to have been me. Uh because I was like it's getting kind of hot in here. <laughs> and dad's like, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty stuffy. And we're like beating up sweat. And we're getting to like the roller part. So we're not even close. <laughs> and it's just, it's so hot. Like I can't remember. I think the temperature gauge in the car said 112. <laughs> and we're just like, I'm starting to hyperventilate. Like I'm like, dad, it's really hot. <laughs> Like, I swear, I was probably like, I'm scared. Like, it's really getting hot in here. And he's like, he, he's been kind of chill this whole time until, like, this point when I gen- I was like, I'm getting kind of scared. He's like, I'm not going to lie. I'm getting kind of nervous. And he said, he's like, it's going to be okay. He's like, it's almost done. He said, we're almost done. Like, 
then oh my god the the when you saw the sun like we were so close i'm like can you hit the gas or something <laughs> can we go um because you can't you can't at any point time roll down there's no safe time to roll down the windows and the thing finally lets us go and i swear like his tires squealed to get out and we rolled down the windows and got out like our shirts are wet like we're dripping sweat and after we finally calmed down my legs are shaking <laughs> After we calmed down and, like, got fresh air, like, the 98-degree heat felt like cool air. <laughs> yeah. After we finally calmed down, my dad, like, my dad had tears in his eyes. He's like, I didn't want to say anything while we were in the dry, while we were in the car wash. He's like, but I had my finger <laughs> on the, uh, we didn't have the crank windows. We had the electric, the electric windows at this point. He's like, I didn't want to say anything and scare you. <laughs> But I was getting really nervous, so I had my finger on the window button. <laughs> so that way, if I back... <laughs> oh my god. It's so stupid. He's like, I had my finger on the window button, so that way, if I passed out, I would fall into the button and roll the window down. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like I don't know if anybody else is going to think this story is funny. And it's probably really obnoxious to hear us talk through the laughing. He genuinely said he kept his finger on the button. So if he passed out, he would fall, fall into the door. And hopefully the weight of his finger would roll down the window so I wouldn't pass out. As one last one. <laughs> Yeah, he like was laughing about it, but he's. It was one of those like we laughed like we just barely made it out. He's like, I was actually getting really scared, but I didn't want to say anything and scare you. And then you told me it was really hot, and I got really nervous. Like he was just trying not to acknowledge it, but when you said out loud, "I'm scared," yeah, he said it's gonna be okay. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh. So oh. that. Is that was really scary? Like I'm already I have a headache. Oh, I didn't even talk about a basic one. I'm like borderline claustrophobic. It's not like I don't know if you get diagnosed with phobias. Yeah, but like cares? I, I don't, don't like small spaces. Like I truly don't. I got locked in a car trunk once. That should have been a story. But another time. <laughs> oh man. They told me they threw the keys and they were laughing about. It, it was not funny. They did not throw the keys, but it was not funny. Ooh, because that makes me think of the sixth sense when the kid gets locked in the closet at the birthday party. Oh yeah, no, they locked me in a trunk and they're like, we can't find the keys. Do the you remember that scene? at Grandma Barb's? Huh? Like, yeah, no, everything. How did I end up this way? We could, who could have ever foreseen? <laughs> um, I don't know. It was like we obviously laugh about it now, but like I was dripping sweat. Like it was. We, I had my hand on the door, and he told me, he, I, he's like, we can't open the door, but he had his hand on the door, like, everything. Oh, uh, God. And it I was have the to, longest like, two and a half minutes of my life. I have to super clear my throat, but I'm going to write it out to the end, because I think we're finally... <laughs> I, I think, think, that, we're I think that wraps it, it up. Whew, we you know, went. That was a roller coaster of fears. I know. This is one of the first tangents... Like, I feel like even our tangents in the past, we have had some kind of structure about it. Yeah. And this one, we start, we're like, I'm kind of nervous because we didn't really, we're just like, we're going to talk about stuff that scares us. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> it turned out okay. Or yeah. did it? I don't know. I we, don't know. We learned grounding techniques. Go check that out around the Ford. I actually don't know. It'll be I'll around say, 40 be, some odd minutes. Tread lightly. There are some super well, I have to. I have to cut music in from when the food happens. So I don't know what <laughs> oh, time it's going to be. We have steak and shake. I know steak and shakes in the other room. So we really got to go. Oh my gosh. <sighs> okay. Yeah. I guess we have nothing else to really say except we were wrong the last episode when we're like, we'll see you in Louisiana. Yeah. No, no. we were really wrong because not only. Are we not in Louisiana the day that you're hearing this? We also won't be in Louisiana next Thursday. Uh, I just, I was just so enthralled by all these stories. I forgot what's happening <laughs> next Thursday. Uh, pretty excited about that episode. Yes. Uh, because it's a place that we've gone. Yes. And I... It's the first Thursday, so we, we usually take those Thursdays to cover somewhere we've actually investigated. Yes. But this is a, a special Yeah, this one's going to be... Place. This one's going to be good. Hopefully y'all like it. Hopefully the sound is good because uh, we did something a little different. Yes. Uh, we'll all find out together next Thursday in October. October. We Our birthday is in like two, two weeks. weeks. What in God's name? Yeah. From when this comes out, it'll be two weeks. Less than. Right? I Gosh. Our birthday is on like a Tuesday <clears throat> or something dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <sighs> Okay. Well, <laughs> Whew. I'm going to go eat my fries. <laughs> I know. I'm going to go not eat Chili Mac. So <laughs> another horror story. All right. All right. See you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Mixing, editing, and music is by Kelsey Ingram. Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at orsothesaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok all at orsothesaypod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash orsothesaypod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can find or so they say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See, See you, you next week. week.